welcome to Lending Forward, a podcast where we're lending every bit of what we know to our listeners. From real conversations and lessons learned deep within the industry to education and forward thinking, together we're Lending Forward. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our channels and connect with us on www.atlanticbay.com. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS number 72043, NMLSconsumeraccess.org is an equal opportunity lender. Located at 600 Lynn Haven Parkway, Suite 203, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23452. Welcome to another episode of Lending Forward. We have a familiar face on today, Jeff Berry, our very own internal coach here at Atlantic Bay. Welcome back, Jeff. Thank you, Taylor. Glad to be here. I'm excited for our conversation today. So we are talking all things competitive advantages of Atlantic Bay, just just the meat and potatoes on why we are the way that we are. And you are a perfect candidate to be on here because you live it, breathe it all day long, right? I do. I like to think that. I'm pretty sure that I do. The people need it. I think the market is just at a place right now where we're all kind of trying to fight over what's what's left. And we are all looking to grow and have people find their home and plant roots within companies, especially in this industry. And that can be kind of hard. So if you had to say, what are four things that we were talking a little bit earlier, you know, and you had mentioned there's four things that mortgage bankers are all, almost always selling. So what are those four things? Unpack that for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Taylor. So number one, and this is the the first thing that that everybody through the door in a new real estate agent, somebody's office, or you know, anytime they're trying to build their business, it's usually the first thing they go to is that we've got great rates. And the, I understand why they lead with that because nobody wants to come through the door and say, hey, we've got horrible rates. But listen, here's a secret that not many people will tell you in the industry. We all lend money at about the same rate. And usually the only difference is that there's a something in the structure that's done differently, you know, where with points up front or origination or the structure of the, the loan, like the loan type, you know, whether or not it's a first time home buyer program, something along those lines, or somebody doesn't know something. I've definitely come across it where my rate has been significantly higher than somebody else's rate before. And it was because the, the client didn't tell me what they were trying to do. And they, you know, they shared something with somebody else and then they didn't share it with me. I've been on both sides of that before. And I know a lot of people have in this industry. So it's not that somebody found a magic money tree in their backyard, because if they did, I didn't think, I don't think they'd be lending on mortgages. Pretty sure about that. Absolutely. And that kind of goes back, it whittles it down to the the mortgage banker and asking the right questions and being taught to ask the right questions to extract the amount of information that you need to make a, a prescription, if you will. You got it. Absolutely. And we like to not be that company that just quotes a rate. There's too many of those companies out there. So trying to build that relationship and learn what somebody's trying to do helps us in identifying what their particular scenario is. Everybody's different. Everybody's looking for something just a little bit different. Love that. Yeah. I think that's big. The rates question. It's that's, I'm glad you brought that as number one. Yeah. I mean, let's just talk about the rates. So let's just talk about it for a second. I heard somebody say, and I think I tagged you in a reel on Instagram today on this, but I okay. said, when everybody is talking about the rates thing, a borrower, particularly, you know, you say, oh, well, I can get you 0%. I can get you 0% if you put 100% down. Yep. Sure. That's one of my favorite new statements. So if somebody really pushes you on a rate, I like to say, I mean, Jeremy Forcier has a, a brilliant podcast on this. He did it, I think it was with Mortgage Coach. 
and he just said, hey, look, if somebody really pushes me on on rate and they, they won't leave it alone, I'll just say 0%. I can get you 0% today. How would that sound? And then when they, you know, were all shocked and like 0%, really? And he's like, well, I mean, you sound like the kind of person that can just put all, you know, put it all down in cash. And that's a 0% rate. So if that's the case, you, you don't need me. <laughs> Right. And I think it's kind of, it could even be like a, an icebreaker, you know, and then everybody's laughing or, or you've got this shell shock and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> but, guy, all right, I so, call it this guy, huh? <laughs> yeah, this guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, so, all right, we've got rate at number one. Yes, what's, we do. So the next, what's number two? Number two is programs. And a lot of people will say that they've got a lot of programs. Most people do. If you're in the lending industry, you typically have a lot of different programs. You know, the normal ones, the conventional FHA, VA, USDA. Not everybody has the first-time homebuyer programs, but many people do. Um, in Virginia, you've got Virginia Housing. In North Carolina, you've got North Carolina Housing. In Georgia, you've got you know Georgia Dream. And it goes on and on and on. We have a lot of programs. But I mean, again, these are the things that almost everybody through the door touts. So I suggest to people, don't be that person. Don't, don't be the, the normal person. Give people somebody new. Give them something fresh. So I'll go right into to number three. And number three is that people like to, they like to say that they close on time. That's just not true in the industry, though. I'd like to say that it is. It's just not true, though. And I'll get into our competitive advantages. My number one and our number two for our company that I think battle this and change the industry. But nobody goes in again, just like they don't go in and say, hey, we've got high rates. Nobody goes in and says, hey, we can't close on time. Almost everybody in the lending industry knows that agents' number one concern is closing on time. And we, we have teams at our company. We have all kinds of different things in place to be able to close on time. But I will tell you how bad the industry has gotten at this point. I literally, about three months ago, Got a call from a listing agent. It was uh, three days before closing. So it was on a Tuesday. We were supposed to close on a Friday. Go figure. Yeah, Fridays. And the listing agent said to me, hey, I know that we're not going to be closing on Friday. So how long do you think it will be before we close? Do you think it's like, are we a week? Are we two weeks late? And I said, no, we're closing on Friday. And they said, no, I know we're not closing on Friday. So is it Next week, you know, Friday, should I tell them, you know, should I tell my sellers Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? And I said, no, we really are closing on Friday. Everybody knows that we're closing on Friday on our end. And she said, okay, well, I'm just going to tell them next week. And I said, well, you go ahead and do whatever you need to do, but our buyers are going to be there and they're going to close on Friday. You know, this was not a newer real estate agent. This was somebody that's been in the industry for years. And they have just been accustomed to missing closing dates so much so that they wouldn't even believe me when they called me and I told them we were closing. It's just, uh, it blows my mind. But it's examples like that, that, that just prove to me that we're doing the right thing. Exactly. If we shift into the conversation on us doing the right thing, it takes a team. You mentioned it, but we've been doing this for 25 years. And I heard someone say today, they've never heard a bad thing about Atlantic Bay. And I was like, it's so true because it came from Scott Reese. And I said, we all understand the goal and we all are working towards one goal. And that is to put families in their dream homes. And that's something that 
the communication is there. Our core values are all the same. And we all know that at the end of the day, good people want to help good people. So let's talk about the goodness that is Atlantic Bay. Okay. And before we do that, just because we talked about four things, let me hit the the other number four typical thing that mortgage bankers try to sell themselves on. And, you know, and that's just that they're available all the time. And it's 2022. Everybody's got a cell phone. Everybody can get texts. You know, almost everybody can get texts. And I've been doing this for a long time. Actually, I celebrated 18 years, I think a day ago or in a day, somewhere right right around here. We're we're in the month. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I remember a day when we didn't have cell phones and and not everybody had a cell phone and you know you used to have to ask people if you could text them because there was an additional charge that's just not the case anymore so you know unless somebody's working for a I hate to say this to offend everybody who works for a, a true deposit institution bank or a credit union but those are the people that typically can't be gotten hold of on a weekend but ev- almost everybody can outside of that but to jump right into the things that make us different the things the top four things that i think make us a massive presence in the industry and and have changed things i'm going to start with my number one and and that's the fact that the typical loan process goes from a mortgage banker to they gather information, you know, the application, they gather docs, they submit it into usually a centralized processing group, um, which they get a processor and that processor gathers all that information from the loan officer, make sure that everything is there. They order appraisal, they order the title, they order the insurance. And once everything comes back in, which usually takes a long time, especially in a market like today where appraisals are taking a lot longer because there's a lot of appraisals to be done. Once everything's in, they put a bow on it and they submit it over to an underwriter. Well, that may happen days or, you know, if you're lucky, a a week before closing, an underwriter's job is to find something wrong. Underwriter's job is to find things that are missing. I shouldn't say to find something that's wrong. Their job is to make sure that nothing is wrong. And I will tell you as a mortgage banker, we're not always that 100% detailed. We miss things. Processors miss things. And, you know, not to knock processors, but processors aren't underwriters. And it tends to be a, a normal progression where somebody goes from being a processor to an underwriter, but they're not the underwriter. So when the underwriter finds something wrong or they find something missing, then there's not enough time to be able to get it and to be able to close on time. So that's why I think inherently the industry is broken. And that's why people are so accustomed to closings not happening on time, because when you have that process, it it just doesn't work. It's set up for failure. So I remember being in the meeting and I'm horrible with like going back and pinpointing time, but I want to say it was nine, 10, 11 years ago. I remember being in the meeting with, with Brian Holland and Stan Holland, where the decision was made to have straight to underwriting. When a file comes in, it literally goes right from the our mortgage bankers directly to an underwriter. It does not go to a processor. The processor doesn't even see it until after the underwriter's underwritten the file. So it goes right to an underwriter. So right up front, then you get to find out what they want, what they're thinking, what they need, what we missed. And that is brilliant. And it saves deals. Let me stop you there because I want to know two things about that. I want to know what that means to a mortgage banker and what that means for a borrower. I'm going to give it to you. One answer for both. Peace of mind. Peace of mind. 
And, and I know that's one of our, our mottos, but it's true. And, it's a, and we live it on a daily basis. We know that it costs more to do to have a process like this. We know that there's going to be deals that come in. Well, our, here's my number two. So my number two competitive advantage is TBD loan approvals. That's what costs money. We know that. And, and we understand that. And it's still important to us. We've done it in the past. We, ever since I, I remember, we will continue to do it. I don't see us ever stopping TBD approvals because that's peace of mind. Because when you put in an offer on a house, unless you know that you're going to be approved, then how do you know that you're going to get that house? There's not only a lot of time and a lot of money that's tied up in a house. Look at like North Carolina, which which has due diligence. If people put down due diligences of thousand, two thousand, in some cases five thousand and ten thousand dollars, and they don't know that they're going to be approved. Guess what? If they don't get approved, they lose that money. There is no refund of that. It is not an earnest money deposit. It is due diligence. It is cash to the seller, regardless of what happens. And beyond the fact that that blows my mind that that even exists, and and I don't think it should, it does exist and it is real. So if you're going to be putting money down like that and knowing that you can't get it back if something goes wrong... I would want the peace of mind to know that I could actually be approved. And I have seen people over 18 years, and I love being able to say that now, I have seen people over 18 years who thought that they would be approved, that because of some weird thing somewhere in their past, you know, a quirky situation, they they were not approved. And it is so much better to know that up front before they even put an offer in. When we do these, these TBD loan approvals, including... That's straight to underwriting. So an underwriter has already looked at it. They have already said, hey, if you provide A, B, and C, you will be approved. That is peace of mind. That allows people to be able to put in offers knowing that they can they can fulfill it. And on the flip side, from a seller standpoint, your offer might look mighty attractive over somebody who hasn't gone through this process yet. And that's more and more time. And we know in this market, if you don't move quick, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss out. Well, and part of a, a whole coaching and sales process is using that conditional approval to be able to go out to the listing agents and and let them know that is a whole approach on its own. It doesn't make it as good as cash, as good as a cash offer, but it makes it darn close. It makes it as close to a cash offer as you possibly can. How could you imagine going any other way? I agree. I agree. <laughs> and luckily, I don't have to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you found your home, you know? Absolutely. The yep. smartest way around, time saving and all. You got it. You got it. All right. What's up next? Okay. Number three. And I started to touch on this before, but let's get a little bit more into detail. Um, we have a team approach. We have a team approach. And, you know, a lot of companies have um, centralized operation teams, centralized processing, centralized underwriting. It can be round robin approach on, on which processor or which underwriter they get. They, and they don't know who they're going to get. Listen, we have to deal with that on, on VA loans when we have VA appraisers. We don't know who we're going to get next. We have no clue. It is a round robin approach. And the next person on that list gets assigned by the VA. And that could be the person that gets the, the VA appraisal back within three days because they're, they're not that busy and, and they're, they're wonderful and they just get them and they, and they turn them around real quick. Or that could be the VA appraiser that sometimes misses their due dates. <laughs> so we don't know. We have no clue. I would 
not like that in any way, shape, or form if I had to deal with that with my processor and underwriter. I know my processor. I know my underwriter. I know my closer. And I know them well. And because I know them well, I know how they think. I know what they care about. I know about their families in most cases, you know, and that's speaking for for everybody here. But I would imagine that most people have built relationships with their processor, underwriter, and closer to the point where they know their families and they know, you know, what they care about. And those teammates know what the mortgage bankers care about and why they're doing what they're doing. And that is a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. It is. It's a solidified unit. You know, yes. it's a unit that's working so that the mortgage banker can be out there prospecting, out there doing what they do best by building relationships. And then let's just say on the borrower side, they say, hey, what's going on with my loan? I'm a call. I will be right back. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> Instead of saying like, oh, I don't know what processor is on this case or file. Yeah. It might take me a few days. I mean, in a world of instant gratification, I'll tell you that yeah. it is nice to know where someone's loan is in the process. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And actually, I didn't even realize this until just now, because it's it's been such a part of what we do. But um, if we did not have a team approach with our processors, we wouldn't be able to have weekly pipeline calls. So the typical mortgage banker at Atlantic Bay has a, a weekly pipeline call with their processor. And that's because that processor is responsible for all of their deals. And even in the, the, the case where somebody else steps in because, you know, their processor is too busy or, you know, somebody's just helping out, like they're still the go-to person. Your processor is your processor. Your underwriter is your underwriter. Your closer is your closer. And it's so nice. It's so nice to know how they think. It's so nice to know, to be able to ask them the questions. What else can I do for you? How can I make my loans better for you? You can't do that if you don't know who's going to get your loans. It's just, it streamlines the process. Again, I can't imagine it any other way, but it's just so much easier on all sides, I think, even for the processor too, because you're not, it's not fact finding. You know what to expect. You have those open lines of communication. You're able to, in that weekly call, say, hey, there, even when you're getting to know one another, let's work the kinks out so we can streamline this. It's just such a glorious thing. So true. And I've had this situation where I was, I was doing the same thing on loans and I won't embarrass myself so much as to say what it was, but I was doing the same thing on, on multiple loans. And finally, my processor was like, Hey, Jeff, could you tweak this process just a little bit? And, and of course I did after I, I got over um, my face being red. Yeah. And, but we were able to do that because it's streamlined because we have that the opportunity was there. Yep. Me too. Do you want the fourth one? Yep. Let's have it. Okay. So I honestly believe that we have a solution for the number one holdup of people applying for the mortgage. And not many people have it. And to be honest, we didn't have it until I think three or four years ago, but we have a soft credit pull. And what do you think is the number one reason that people don't apply for a mortgage? I don't want you to pull my credit. Yeah. You don't want your score to go down. Because everybody has been taught that when you get your credit pulled, your score goes down. Okay. So one... That's not true. Two, it doesn't matter when you have a soft credit pull. But the reason that that's not true is that people who have a, a 740 or 720 and higher credit score, when you pull their credit, their score doesn't go down. I haven't seen many cases where, where anybody with a high credit score has lost points. And if they do, maybe it's one, but at that point, who really cares? But you know, it's the people that have um, some pretty bruised credit in the first place that when you pull their credit, their score goes down. 
that's just how the credit bureaus work. When you have a soft credit poll, it's beautiful. Like I get to tell everybody, listen, I don't even really have to ask anymore if I can pull somebody's credit. Of course I do. I get their permission to do it, but I don't ask in a way anymore where I where I wonder if they're going to say yes or no. I ask in a way where they're going to say yes because I say, hey, look, we're going to start with a soft credit poll and then we'll go from there. Soft credit poll isn't going to affect your score. I'm just going to be able to look in. We only get two of the three scores, but we still get two of the three scores and we get to see almost every single item on their credit reports. And that's what we need. And yes, there are cases where that third score is going to come through and and it's going to be much higher. It's going to be much lower. There are cases where there's going to be an additional item or, or maybe there's a collection that showed up on that third one that didn't show up on the first two. But that's not usually the case, knowing the two that we we pull in our soft credit polls. But you're pretty much at worst case scenario. You know, if we get to use the the middle credit score and you're getting two and there's only three of them, we know the worst case. So it's pretty brilliant in, in the fact that we get to have that look in. We don't affect their score. They get to come in with with peace of Again, peace of mind. I'm going to keep on throwing it out there because we do. We lend peace of mind. We we absolutely do. And we get to see what their score is without giving them the fear that their score went down or is going to go down. And we can do that every 11 days. So if we see something that's that's weird or we see something that that hasn't updated to where the, the borrower thinks it should be, then we can make a decision to wait 11 days and, and pull it again and see where we're at then. One of the other competitive advantages that we have that, honestly, if, if I only, having just worked at Atlantic Bay, if, if I didn't know all these other people that have come from other companies or, or work at other companies and, and, you know, and, and know a lot of people in the industry, I would think that this was normal, but we can do a, a credit rescore. But I'll tell you what, when we started getting a soft credit poll, I don't remember doing a credit rescore. I literally don't think that I have done a credit rescore since we got a soft credit pull three or four years ago. It's awesome. And the amount of money that that saves is just, it's great. It's its ridiculous, but it's great. Wow. Well, this was a lot of greatness, a lot of just knowledge and, you know, a look behind the curtain, if you will. But really, I mean, like I've said a couple of times, it's just I couldn't imagine going another way. Atlantic Bay has just only done what's right for the mortgage banker and what's right for the borrower. And they continue to pour into their people. So Jeff, let me ask you this. If you had to lend forward one piece of advice for someone who's maybe thinking about making a move, what would you say? Listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I know at this point they've already done this, but I mean, really listen to this podcast. I don't know. I like to hope that my heart pours through this mic and, and people hear my heart. This is my heart talking. This is our scenario here at Atlantic Bay. These are the four competitive advantages that we have that that I absolutely love and and help coach our people on. Listen, people forget that that some of these things are competitive advantages. I had somebody that reminded me that not other places, everybody else doesn't have straight to underwriting. Um, actually, most places don't have straight to underwriting. When they bought a, their um, an investment property in another state that we weren't licensed in and they didn't know anyone in. They ended up, you know, hearing a comment from from the, their mortgage banker at the very end of the process that they were ready to submit that the loan was getting ready to be submitted to the underwriter, and it blew their mind. So when I say listen to this podcast, I mean you know really take these things to heart and compare them to the process that you have today. 
If you're at another company, compare these four competitive advantages to the process that you're living and breathing on a normal basis. Like, is it, are you accustomed? Are you used to missing your closing dates? Are you used to having a lot of stress when when the loan finally gets to an underwriter? If you are, that this solves it. I know. It's almost like what gives you heartburn at night? Yeah. What are those things that gives you keeps you <laughs> up at night? And just mold yourself. Could you could you imagine straight to underwriting? Could you imagine the streamline of a one team approach? You know, I mean, there's just so much that you might be missing out on that's holding things up, holding your business up. Invest in yourself. Is it right for you? Kind of take a look behind what you're currently doing and see what what needs a the bridge, the gap. What does that look like for you? But absolutely. We appreciate you being on, Jeff. Thank you again. And folks who are listening, please take a gander at our website, www.atlanticbay.com. Thanks again. Thanks. Thanks again for listening to the Lending Forward podcast powered by Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Don't forget to tune in next week and make sure you subscribe to our channel. Remember, we all play a part in lending forward. So go lend something forward today. 